Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey everyone, and welcome to RPG From Scratch, design episode number 59. I am your host, Josh LaForge, and with me today is Liam. Uh, I love you. I'm sorry. Doug. Hello. (laughs) And the gaslighter of the group, Max. I love you more than Liam does. (laughs) That's a lie. It might not be. I'm emotionally confused right now. So, all right, we're going to have a lighter lighter episode today. We're going to be doing some world building, and kind of on the loose end, because there's just a lot of weird little holes to fill. Stop it! I got, I got, I got to throw, I got to throw one at you guys real quick. Uh, okay. What is on each side of the Akinosian coin? All right. Oh. I got a pitch here. The not the, the first emperor of Akinosian. Okay. Who is probably the father of the current one? A- right. The first. Is the how old is the empire? Is yeah, I don't the know. Empire it, was the empire established as a conceptual empire, not, not obviously the size it is now. Did it exist as an empire before the Savathian fall? But it was uh, no. just, it was yeah, just I'd distracting. Say, I'd say no. I'd, yeah. say, I'd say Savathian falls power power vacuum mm-hmm. for maybe a few hundred years, maybe thousands. Well, so, we're, so we're, Akinosian... we're at um, we're at the age of equity one seventy two. The doom happened one hundred seventy two mm-hmm. years ago. Okay, then yeah. Mm-hmm. So Akinosh was a minor a minor fiefdom that expanded. Yeah. I think it might have even just we actually haven't established like its roots like its yeah. Romulus Remus, it, you it know. It may have been a hamlet for all we know. Yeah, or like, just a crossroads. Yeah. You know that that <laughs> explored that grew. Mm-hmm. It just it's making it an empire in 172 years is. That's pretty fast. That's real it, fast. It's faster if it's a crossroads than True. if it's a hamlet. You know, <laughs> like if it's True. a center, if it's a trade area, trade a trade post. post. What do you think about Alexander? <clears throat> Yeah, but that immediately fell apart within sixty years. Yeah, but How he made it. What about what about Rome? Like that shit took fucking forever, thousands of years. Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah. I mean, it lasted a long time. No, but I'm talking about like getting started. Like that getting shit. started didn't take that long, did it? Like, Rome, Rome conquering all of Italy I, I took it, forever. I thought it was built in a day. Oh hey, my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking throwing shit at this point. Um, um, uh, no, I I, I think um, Roman Republic. Yes, the, that was the first one. Yeah, but that was that was already seven because they had a monarchy first that they sure did overthrow, but we really don't know a lot about it because it was mythologized mythologized to the point of it being the borderline religious experience for well, for Romans. Let's come like up. Okay, China. so before we decide on the coin, then let's invent the universe. <clears throat> Build an apple pie from scratch. Look, what in Carl Sagan's pale blue dot are you talking about? <laughs> what I am talking about is. I kind of like the idea of it being a nexus of trade. Mm-hmm. So if we if we say that the biggest roads cross there, as well as the river, river. right, like a, like a, the main river, and they'd already had the infrastructure for a lot of stuff. The person who ran this trade town maybe was benevolent when the Savathian Empire fell and thought we need to take care of people right now. Yeah. And 
I I know an opportunity when I see one, and it's good for business. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start making money and build. We're gonna start building right now because people need food, and yeah. there's no infrastructure. And you don't, you know, all roads lead to Rome. But if you're already on the crossroads, you don't have yeah. to build that shit. You know, do all. So here's the here's the thing. Do all roads lead to Rome, or do they all lead to Paris? And well, now. No, I, I think there's both expressions. I don't think I'm aware of the expression about Paris. I've never, I've never heard, heard Paris, the Paris one. Now. Yeah. You, is that? I mean, is, 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 that, is that a Third Reich expression? The, there, is, <laughs> there is a road to Paris from London, though, which is pretty impressive considering there's a, a, a mm-hmm. large body of water between them. Yeah, yeah, all roads lead to Paris is definitely a saying. I don't think Jay-Z mentioned it. Really? The, the, the scholar himself? The poet? Yeah. He went to Paris. He's been to, okay. He wow. has been to Paris a couple of times, yes. Mm-hmm. So the fall is in year right, so, zero. Okay, cause so so you, all roads could not lead to so to, all right, all right, well, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Toldens exist. They, they're, they're spread out. They do their thing. There's probably other, air quotes, bigger cities, but nothing like what Akinosha is going to be. Mm-hmm. So if this, you know, so if, if humans already have an established, I want to say, foothold, and this becomes the big one, it rising to what it is now in like what 170 some odd years is 172 is not that crazy no because that's like four or five generations what yeah. if okay what if we what if we, what if we spartacus it where well without them being crucified on the path to rome because that's what i think of when i think of spartacus <laughs> like, I don't that's know. the end i mean yeah. that's how it ends <laughs> I, I, almost, well, I, I almost think instead of instead of spartacusing it the way to do it would be to london it or or well, let me let me pitch this yeah, go ahead, yeah. first. Um, so the idea being that the people who ran the city, this was a nexus of trade, primarily controlled by the Savathian Empire. The leaders of which were thralls to the Savathians. When the doom happens, and the Savathians are clearly not in power anymore, the couple commanding or overseeing Savathians still left in the city are murdered, and whoever was the thrall who murdered the Savathian is like, all right, we're running shit now and we need to take action. I, I almost think he doesn't even need to murder them. They just, they wake up one day and the Savathians are like, hi, who are you? Yeah. And they're like, cool. Oh, you're, you're my vizier. Yeah. <laughs> would you do that? I think if you were in, enslaved or mind slaved, you'd murder them. I would. Like there are high-minded people about that kind of thing, but why? Did why we, risk it? Did we make yeah. it that the Savathians empire at its peak was malevolent? They were, were they slave owners and stuff? Oh, yeah. Is there any, yeah. any empire? Like magi- magical okay. slave owners. Can you have an empire without evil? <laughs> yeah, like we, we think well, like they, they used threats and, and things like that to control yeah. people. Yeah, and, sure. Yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Because then, and, you know, because, I mean, not the greatest example, but, you know, the, look at the United States from when 1782 to 1882. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of movement, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's a hundred years, you and that's the- and that's when most people were coming across the fucking ocean to get here, as opposed to already being landlocked, you know, yeah. and then yeah. spreading out. Well, but think about how quickly it would grow if you're like, hey, we know there's no infrastructure, but in Akinosh, they're doing it. They're telling you, like, bring us your poor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, we sh- got we got shanties. jobs. We got so much shit uh, to do. Yeah, a shanty town that well, like, or or a tent town that grows into a shanty town, which grows into a burg, which grows yeah. further and further. And further. Oh, well, I think it would. The, the part of this is that it would be it would have been established as a a hub trading center to allocate yeah. resources and then use the river to get it to the Savathian but Empire proper. If, if, a, if the first, so this was a well-established yeah. trade and in, like pseudo-industrial town that is then completely already the seat yeah. of power 
for the empire yeah. in the area. And then they're like, cool, we're the capital. What we need is a visionary. That's what I'm saying. Who, so who's what if gonna this be on guy, the coin? What goes, if this guy or gal had been stealing supplies from the Savathian Empire and storing them in this town? And then when the Savathians fall, who's standing there with all this supplies to feed people and be the leader? But I think would, also just like the vision of being like, we are building, like the first thing we're going to build is a school for trade skills. Like just immediately. Yeah. And it'll, it'll and immediately ro- and, become. And more roads. and Yeah. And then people are going to build big buildings here. We're going to be the nexus of everything right now. Like we already yeah. were just just conveniently and, and that's how we're being used. But now people will come to us and have to deal with us. And then okay. we will collect a tax. And because everybody has to deal with us, we're going to be the richest and the most like like active. But th- that would actually make sense for why are they are the most diversion in species, right? Yeah. Because because if they put out the call immediately, like, hey, this fell, we need skilled traders. We're going to build schools. We're going to do this, and we're, and we're going to get everybody in here. That would make sense of why their structure works when a lot of other nations All the are show up tribalistic. And like, hey, you need uh, you need some number crunching. Yeah. Like and like, oh yeah, right do you this need way. do you need complicated contracts? Yes, yeah, yes, yes we do. Where's the church stand on that? Which one? Which church? The Echnosh, the one we made. Uh, Baratus. Oh, the word. Mm-hmm. The word. That's the male. Is the no, word. back in the early days of our. Let me see. I made created not an Echnosh Empire. We added a. Akinosian Church, because that's what um, Poole's first character is. Baratus. His terrible archer. Was that Church of Baratus? Yeah. Okay. I thought they were more of a, like, the Akinosian Empire would be in the Church of Baratus. I think they're more like the Mongols, where they're like, pray to whoever you want, just pray for us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just get that. that uh... But also a little Church of Englandy of like, but we also have our own church that you can conveniently yeah. Yeah, give money want. to. Yeah. In Pathfinder, they have a. Uh, a church of God named Abadar. In any center of trade, there's always a church of Abadar. Uh-huh. He's the god of trade and fairness. And if you want to get healed, a priest of Abadar could be like, I can cast spells to heal you. It That's $5. You know, like you have yeah. to give me something. There has to be an exchange. This is always transactional. And it's interesting because like, it's really fucking annoying when you're like, oh God, I got to go to the church of Abadar and ask questions. And then you're like, okay, well, you're going to fill out some paperwork. <laughs> Extended line, you know, you've got to do all this bureaucracy shit. But if you're like, I have a dispute, and there's reason to suspect that there will be bias involved on every on every side, Church of Abadar is always like, no problem. Yeah, we we will be perfectly neutral on this. So which one is the is the Akinosian one that Pool was part of? Baratus. Baratus. Which we did not flesh out. Um, we we said some offhand things, but let's let's. So Baratus is the one who's like, oh, you got divorced. We, we don't care. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. you're not you're not going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh you with you are going to try out a religion you, you had was it something like you've had you've had a tea, a tea or you've gone out for a to the pub with a pint had some conversations with your friends and you thought you had some good ideas <laughs> i think um this is not a religious based society this society grew out of trade and yeah. had to establish culture just so that they could create rules of manners well, especially for if interacting with people. Breaking free of indentured servitude or just yeah. straight up slavery. Yeah. Magical, magically enforced uh, uh, servitude. Yeah. And, the, and a lot of this would be providing a situation in which what your government does mostly is just make sure that trade is fair enough mm-hmm. that you know what you're getting into in the situation. Like there has to be something very physically – I think I think the physicality of the Akinosian Empire – 
is the thing. It's like Babylon. You know what I mean? Where Main River of Trade runs right through the middle of the city. Here, here's a question: do, do we actually have a a physical like place on the map where 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 it is the center capital is? Yeah, the map is. <sighs> Because, so I'm asking because if this was basically a town run by Savathians and then the Savathians fall, is it better that this town is on a river and a crossroads, or is it like in a port town nearby where the ocean? Because if the Savathians are, you know what I'm saying? I think I think it has to be. I think the Savathians are the only full water based race that we have. Yeah, the Hrod get a bonus to swimming and stuff. Sure, but I think that to control basically an entire continent of land-based creatures. Right. The the land-based network has to be pretty yeah. good. No, great. Yeah, great point. That's that's why I asked cuz it was just trying to I'm just trying to picture in my head if like, you know, crossroads and a river. This, well, this this is the place where you gather stuff, send it down the river right. to the port. Right, 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 right. Okay, so I got the map. Plus, I mean, the city's going to grow so fucking big that it's yeah. like, you know, like how there used to be the city of Brooklyn. Yeah. That shit got swallowed. I mean, a lot of them did. Like five, even. And let's be real: you can go from Brooklyn to most of the way through Long Island. It's one unbroken city. It real. It's one thing. They they grew together for sure. We have not placed Akinosh. I don't think putting it dead center on the map is the answer. I think it's got a. The, the problem is our map is is too unwieldy. The the program that we use to create the map mm-hmm. is too unwieldy. So we're just gonna have to. Make another one and then zoom in and and, yeah, and I just wanted to get a thing is you know a, let's talk about uh, geographic is in your heart. Let's talk about geographical features that it would have, right? Yeah, I think probably not on a hill. No, no. <laughs> valley. Yeah, uh, if we put it in a valley, it's easy to invade. How about in a plain, a fertile plain? Yeah, because you need. But, to well, grow the whole thing food. is valley valleys are easy to invade until you get big enough, and then they're really hard to invade. Sure. If we have it on a fertile plain, then it can defend itself from its earliest beginnings mm. all the way until... Because yes. you can see something coming. Yeah. And um, and you get food and animals you got to grow. Exactly. What geographic feature should it have other... Let, let's, Is it like a confluence of rivers? Like two rivers coming together? Three rivers coming together? Maybe like Pittsburgh? Two, what about two rivers that come close enough that a city could... Is- Sandwich be built around is trisected. Yeah, like the tigers and Euphrates. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Or the or Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, that's three. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Just the comparisons of the two extremes. One is the culture civilization. Yeah. The other one's tigers and Euphrates. The, the, the breadbasket of civilization. Yeah. What do they call it? The Babylonians never put ranch and French fries on a steak salad. Oh, fuck them then. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. Did you ever see that Onion article where it was like, Mesopotamians look on in awe as God invents the universe? (laughs) 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 It's like they had just, uh, they had recently invented glue, so they were really impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we've got rivers intersecting. Yeah. But now roads need to intersect. Oh, I'm so. There's an easy answer for this. Mm. A fucking canal. Ah. A canal solves all of these problems. Imperial canal. And you live in any you live in a universe where there's magic and shit. Architecture doesn't seem that difficult. You know, the idea of like, no, it oh, seems we're very build. difficult. Well, well the, the, but you know what I'm saying? The like, canal was built yeah. by the previous empire. Yeah. And then the first group to lock down the canal and invite people to come and like learn how to do it and and still keep the canal running has got to be 
So like, like the most valuable thing you could possibly the have. The Savathian Panama Canal. Yes. Know? Okay. I'm down with that. Yeah, what's what's the one that the, the ship turns? Suez. The Suez Canal, thank you. Mm-hmm. They had the chance to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so back. can we have a, a name for the canal that's not the Akinosian Canal because it's older? Should mm. it be named for a place or or as like an adjective? What if it goes—this would be dope. Okay, so what if, what if this canal goes through a mountain and joined two rivers? Like there were two rivers that got close to each other. Yeah. And there was a mountain between them. You have to go through this mountain, like with the canal, and they have to raise and lower the water level mm-hmm. to get there, so that you can join the other river and and go out to. So Akinosh is built around the mountain. Yeah, that'd be fun, right? So now there's a reason for it to be on a hill because yeah. the canal could go right through the middle of it. Is this like not as deep, but Erebor-ish in terms of like a city in the mountain? If you're going, if you put a canal mm. through the fucking mountain, there's holes in there to live you know like i don't think there's homes in the mountain i think they're all on the outside but inside of the the canal this this is an above ground channel yes yeah yeah basically there's a place where the river diverts to enter akinosh and from there on the uh the water is still because of the breakers they've installed it's wide and flat and there's just ports of trade along its entire length until you go into the mountain. The mountain will not be called Akinosh because no. it's older than that. And yeah. Akinosh should just be the name of the dude. Yeah. That should be the surname. Yeah. 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 I'd like to think that the... What if it's what if it's the martyr? Somebody overthrew... When something was happening and they realized they weren't getting mm-hmm. calls back, for, they, they dialed a number to the Savathian Empire and got... disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> new phone, who this? And that person overthrew them overnight and died doing it. Then whoever runs after that, they could name the empire after them, and then we don't have to have a static named emperor. I like that. Yeah. But we should have a static named emperor. They we should, should be, have one. They should be. But the martyrdom should be also kind of. Did that really happen? Did he just get ganked and he named it? This you is know? this is the myth of Akinosh, right? Yeah. Like like this is going to mm-hmm. be the Romulus and Remus. Eventually, yeah. it will be. It wasn't Savathians. It was it was dragons. Like officially. You know? <laughs> Officially, oh, he was martyred, and he, he died to save us. And it so was what's his... the martyr's name? Well, I think Akinosh. Okay. Yeah. What if the mountain is the imperial, like, engineering college? It's all gelt living in there to keep the locks going. Because that would be the most important thing well, in the I, world. Because you said until the until the mountain part. I think there should be the internal tunnel. Yeah, It should for also sure. just be really cool and... Oh, for sure. Like, like it has the it has, red light district. Yeah. It, there's basically everybody, like, all of the stuff inside of the tunnel uh, is very specific for sailors. Yeah. It's almost like a river port inside the mountain. But I feel like the port can't be very large. No, no, no. no it's no. like a street. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and there's people who work in that tunnel live there and it's a problem because like nobody really knows how all the technology works but they've gotten it to work by doing things so everybody's a superstitious pigeon where they're 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 like i know that if i turn around three times and slap this this symbol on the wall and say the magic words yeah yeah, say the words my grandfather told me to say it'll it'll raise the thing that's how they they're all technicians and they they're they're all playing it by ear love it especially if it's you somehow it gets fresh air in there you know like yeah. it's, it's not a shitty place to be. That's what makes it a marvel, mm-hmm. like a fucking you know uh, mm-hmm. one of the wonders of the world. Light's rough though. Like there's low glow of light from whatever the Savathians put in, like some bioluminescence or whatever. But it's yeah. not. 
you're not getting any uh, vitamin D from it. <laughs> no, no, no. But hey, you know, let's, you know, take a vacation. In yeah. the middle, there's a, there's a light lord, it's just a, a fire mage, just lighting big-ass fires. If you want some vitamin D, just go stand by this guy for a while. I mean, just for light, right? Well, I think bioluminescence will get, like, a dull glow to everything. Yeah. yeah. Plus, if you had a fire mage, it's their job to light the candles, you know, like the fucking streetlights in the Victorian. Mm-hmm. But like a lamp lighter? For- yeah, exactly. Would you do it for free? Nah. No, but no, no. it's but a this job. Is, this is Akinosha, baby. Like everything's, you know. Everybody gets paid. Everyone gets paid. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're all gonna get paid. <laughs> yeah, like just, that's what the, all of them say before they walk in. You approach the gates of Akinosha. We heard you guys have jobs here. It's like, oh yeah, uh, just jobs for everybody. Hey, everyone, we're all gonna get paid. <laughs> yeah. This is the. Is it the city of Akinosha? Yes. Or is it? Yeah, it's the city of Akinosha. So is Akinosha okay. the city? Yes. Just on one side of the mountain. No. Maybe or is it? It surrounds the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They built it up, and now it it is spread far beyond. Like the mountain's not particularly tall. We can say it's. I, just... would, I would even say because of how it would work and how you'd actually set up, there was a cluster of things where this canal meets a river. There was a cluster of other things where the canal meets a river, and then there's stuff around the canal. Mm-hmm. But there's not like houses around the entire mountain. It's a barbell that the canal connects to. You know, it's it's where everyone actually builds shit. Yeah, and I think there's probably, like, multiple walls just out of necessity. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, we need to defend this because we're, we're a juicy fucking target yeah. for invasion mm-hmm. over these over these next 170 years. So they build walls, but then, oh, we need more people because trade is booming. So they build more houses, then they build another <laughs> set of walls to protect those people, yeah. and then they just keep doing that. And now it's like... Oh, you're in the you're in the old wall district. Yeah, you're, Dif- you're different in locks, if you will. Yeah, of, you're in the. Uh, yeah, I think people can walk freely. Yeah, oh, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. there should be old wall, mid wall, mm-hmm. or ring, like we yeah. call them rings or, yeah. or circle circles. Kind of Gundor White City ish in terms of ring structure. And... Or um, oh hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I think that's that's cool. But like, they're you know made of different materials. Like they should be even technologically different because yes. they're they're not reinventing the wheel. They're catching up to the place where they were, used to be. And it would be unlike other fantasy settings where like the best and highest walls are towards the middle, because the newest walls are towards the outside. Mm. That yeah. they've gotten better at building and, and had more resources and more play- yeah. time to plan. And, oh, you want to go to Old Town? That's downtown. That's, yeah, that's inner ring. You know, but it's also the ones that are closest to the middle are highest up on the mountain and have the best that's the best real estate yeah you're also least likely to be invaded there <laughs> so it's not a big deal so what if the palace is mobile what like on chicken legs not on chicken legs i don't want to go full but like the palace would be there and then you would want the palace to be in the most popular district right so eventually no you wouldn't you are you 100 percent would not want the palace if you're to be in the most populated district no i mean popular like the nicest one Oh, like you mean, you mean like keep, the classiest Yeah, you keep pushing it out and then push it out every 20 years. Just pick up the palace and move it on down. I don't know. I think I think you would want the palace at the, the highest point. Also, yeah, where, the palace, where the palace is, is the cushiest place based on how palaces work. I was watching a video today about Chicago, and they had to lift Chicago 10 feet yeah. to build sewers underneath. Oh, yeah. So I just like the idea oh, of uh, moving buildings. Uh, what uh there was a terrible terrible family that got rich from doing that that uh basically reinvented slavery in america in the in the mid 1800s yeah they made a company town and then by the end of it because of the uh, the economic crisis 
right afterwards they were like oh yeah all the employees were in debt you're now more in debt to us than you could possibly make in your lifetime mm-hmm. at the wages that you're making you're mine yeah i think you just kill them then right like you just kill the people who they you did. owe money yeah. to yeah that's <laughs> it's the only logical outcome <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's what happened to the templars they loaned the king of france more money than he was willing to pay back yep. and look what happened to them oh i was saying the opposite they should have just killed the king that's yeah. what i mean yeah if you yeah. owe so many money just eventually if 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 the interest rate is so high you could never pay it back in your life and that's on purpose so that they get yeah. something over you you're like oh well i just i have to kill you mm-hmm. like yeah you literally left, i mean you've literally left me no choice um i think how about instead of the palace being mobile it's almost like looking at a soil sample you know like a core sample where the shittiest parts are yes. at the bottom and then it just gets nicer and nicer towards up. the top yeah mm-hmm. because it, it, it had to get bigger yeah. over time so there's like a it would be like it would start off and it's like oh there's there's the original like red clay brick wall and then like oh we put a new wing on so there's i think the palace has to look like dog shit is the palace on top of this not so tall mountain no i don't think so it's probably it probably has to oversee if it was on top of a mountain it would be very cold and very inhospitable. like mountains are not fun to live on but if it's not that big of a mountain just enough to make it where you can drill let's think um it started as like a a governor's mansion so it wouldn't be anywhere too crazy. Well, let's think, well, what if the mountain is just hard to build on above a certain point due to just sheer cliffs or something? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So it's very ground, pointy. The ground's not even. So, yeah, you know. yeah. So so let's... Oh, let's too many gronkies. Like if it's the half dome at um, at uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's at Yellowstone, right? I think so. <laughs> you <laughs> got the Yosemite? Yep. It might be Yosemite. <laughs> but yeah, half, halfway up the mountain, you have your palace. Like, you just can't build yeah. up yeah. at sure. a certain point. I mean, you can't you can on the backside. It's just but. that if the, whole, if the whole fucking city is around this mountain and the palace is just on one side facing one way, it seems risky. Well, for what? We have to think you do, invasions you think, or anything, like attacks. You build, a, you build a watchtower at the top. Yeah, somebody has to man a watchtower, or a couple of them. Yeah. But the I think what we... What we have to remember is that there's no city planning that designed no. this city. Yeah. Like it should feel like chaos that they've yeah. that they've managed like, to get functioning. You know when you're building a sand castle and you just take wet sand and let it drain out of drip your drip castle. And, yeah, I love yeah. a drip castle. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's fun. Okay, yeah. So the palace like kind of looks like shit, but inside it's awesome. Yeah, but the outside is like hey, we're we're doing what we can. We're this working is, on it. Yeah, exactting. <laughs> It's just getting resources to build external things. It's just up half of this fucking mountain is not worth it to us. We're a fiduciary empire. It's like would there be constant social like movement up as like the rich people build something new and they abandon that, and then those the people below that move into that, and then everyone no because that's also the opposite of how things go. Rich take up more and more space as you get rich yeah, well, we're making a fantasy world well i think i think the problem is is that entrepreneurship is really rewarded here mm-hmm. and you're going to get the most benefit of that by being further away from the palace yeah like so so i don't think i don't think it's as stratified ge- uh, geographically yeah. right it should almost feel like uh uh not like brazil mm-hmm. where or, or or sao paulo where the favelas or whatever yeah it, but it should feel like saint augustine right where like there's a really nice house and then there's just a house that's been there for a hundred years, and just some old family lives in it and doesn't want to move. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's the. Uh, I was gonna say is the palace historically and currently always been under construction. Like, yeah. How about yeah. that? That's a good. That's a good thing to have. So there's there's memes about it. There's yeah. It's it's like the I four eyesore, but on a palatial scale. Only stuff is getting done. It's yeah. just yeah. by by the time 
that project is nearing yeah. completion. It's like, oh, we got plumbing now. Yeah, no, they're, like, like, yeah no, they're like, oh, like, but we already started two other projects while this yeah. was going on. We're ex- expanding this wing, and, th- and this is now being is put in. We're getting win- an elevator. Like, yeah, like I, like someone, someone the has to come in. house, right? Oh, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's madness mm-hmm. that, that caused that. But if that was done for reasons, then sure. The idea that one of the architects, there's probably like 12 fucking architects working on the palace, and then one just shows up to the emperor one day and goes, my lord, I have fantastic news. What? After 120 years, the basement is complete. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, great. Can we move on to the ground floor now? Oh, we've already started, my lord. At this rate, we'll be done in another 60 years. You know, like, it's just the, the foundation. It'll be, it'll be twice as fast. Yeah. Oh, we, we, now that we have a solid foundation, oh, you know, like. You can call it the uh, the Akinotian erection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, Love it. And that's something that, you know, like the fucking guff make fun of. You know? Yeah, they just, you yeah. just call it the erection. Like, yeah. uh, oh. But that was literally like cathedral. The Akinotian is in that Akinotian erection. <laughs> you no would... sense of style. Opportunistic. New money everywhere. <laughs> Disgusting. That's why I don't drink Akinotian alcohol, because if you it's, instead of whiskey dick, it's just like, I just have, like, I get an Akinotian erection, which is to say, not at all. <laughs> Listen, if uh, I've had an Akinotian erection for longer for four hours, I'm calling. <laughs> I'm not calling a doctor. <laughs> Calling it Tectani. <laughs> and I don't even know why, but yeah, sure. A lot of hands. Lots Spinnerets. <laughs> Exoskeleton. Carapace. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well. So, <laughs> so let's let's make a, a hero of Akinosh. Who's Akinosh? Yeah. So we have Akinosh. Yeah. Is this is this a uh, um, guy or a lady? I kind of like a lady. Yeah, doing this and like busting people out, and then gets waxed by. Are we gonna have it a guy? And, but uh, who's waxing them? The Savathians, like with, a, with an evil. They don't know they don't, anything. They don't with anything. an evil curse. How would they know the well, curse? Well, I think that the land-based Savathians were fine, except that they didn't like to get their hands dirty. So right. they're incapable. Of, okay. So you know the land, I mean? it's only by sea they but, are cursed? But I think we're talking like 99.9% of all Savathians yes. live, live in, in the, the sea, sea in their okay. sea empires. Yeah. And then the doom happens and like the ones who are just administrators on land. They may not even know what happened either just yeah. because it's, if it just goes dark, you know. And they get their fucking throat slit. Okay. Yeah. You know? that, I, I like that. <laughs> like that's, so that's Echinosh. And how big are her tusks? Uh, I think they are as big as a as a human canine, so a Tolden canine ah, tooth. Son of a bitch, you know. Yeah, and if, okay. and, and and if this person is the person that's on the coin, that's why they're called Akis. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Akinosian Empire, mm. currently run by what family? What's the the empire? Wasn't the the, the two brothers are at war? Yeah. Did we have names for them? Uh, let me find out. I thought we had at least. I thought we had names for names. them. Goldstruck, Goosehammer, Goosehammer, mm. Weatherby. <laughs> Not a good name for an, em- an imperial person, but I like that name, Goosehammer. You know what would be fun is it, it because they were enthralled, they give themselves a last name, and it's like the upstarts or the uh, jumped up. Yeah, only yeah, that works for us. But the whole thing is, what they would do is they would try and aggrandize themselves. They would try to do propaganda, so they would call themselves like the royals. You think so? Or yes, do you think that they would be? Hundred percent. Or they would be appealing to the the populists? No. Because uh, to keep their power. I mean, no. I'm 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 torn on that because on one hand, because they're not democratic, they're imperialists. They the propaganda that works the best for them is strength. 
stability. What if it's like the apostles? Something like the new royalist or something? Yeah. You know, everyone was like, the apostles, they're like, like oh, shit, you, I was his best friend. Usurper kind of works because it's not, it's less humble. Which one? Usurper is less, like, it wouldn't be yeah. humble. There's, they would make sure their surname sounded cool to them. Throne stealer. Throat slicer. Fish gutter. I don't actually, I don't like that, I don't like that it's just two words shoved together. Oh. That's, that, that feels not Big fish gutter. Um, that doesn't feel Tolden. That feels goose. Yeah. That feels guff. Shiny throne stealer. Purse <laughs> Like cutter. three words put together. Four words put together. Something like liberation. It's like the liberator. Ooh. They took control, but we freed you. Now make it sound like a last name and not a title. Yeah, that's I'm thinking yeah. in that vein. Also libertine, no. Khaleesi, breaker of chains, mother of dragons. You're in the right. I don't think so, though. I that it feels that feels too redeemer. Should be like gold giver, wealth bringer. Yeah, I think you need to get away from. You think, but we're a group from <laughs> from just, the, yeah. I know, from, from, just from the from the Kenning situation because then it makes them sound. But I don't think the three of us agree with that. <laughs> like you can go with a concept, but which is like, what do you have, you, have you ever heard of the word manument? Yes, manumittens. No. Manumittens. What does manument mean? To free slavery. It does, yeah. To set free as from slavery or confinement. I like it. Um, let me make sure I got the pronunciation of that right. Um, ooh, disenthrall. That's a good word. But I don't think it's right for us, but no. I like that word. Disenthraller? Yeah. <laughs> um, Again, that sounds like a gang, not a family. <laughs> I mean, eh, it's an empire, you know. <laughs> so. But they pay, famously. They pay. They're like the Lannisters. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like. Manumit. 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 Okay, how about just that? We, the Manumites. Man, Manumite. The spearfish? Sounds like a trilobit. Yeah. Conjugation. It's conjugal visit. It's a verb. No, it's a verb, so I'm trying to think of how you can, yeah. other ways you can use it. Nounify it. Yeah, I've only heard Manumit or Manumittance. I haven't heard any other uses of it. My master on leaving England persuaded me to accompany him, promising legally to Manumit me on our arrival in the States. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, bullshit. I'd be like... Why not do it now? I like manumit. Let's twist it a little bit. If we have a king or empress gorbly manumit, say... I don't hate that. Gorbly? Well, the gorbly part, but the manumit <laughs> sounds good. Okay. All right, manumit. How about that? Yep. The, the manumit dynasty. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the age of equity, the manumit dynasty, but people have got complaints about yes. the manumits, especially the two brothers, whom are... Sounds more Shakespearean now. Yeah. Kind of. Gorbly. Gorbly Manumit. It's it's decided. <laughs> Gorbly's terrible. Um, Gorbly should be the name of the dad who just, you just Is this just a reference to Mark Gorbly? Or that's Mark Gormley. Gormley. Oh. Yeah. It, the power stance? Yeah. Um, that's that, on the coin. That's a, <laughs> that's a zealot move. So we, uh, But on the coin, now they're getting back to the actual thing. Yeah. We have Akinosh. Yes. On one side. And then oh, wouldn't the it mountain? Be, wouldn't it be so funny that newer versions of the coin have to have different versions of the castle? Yeah, so the castle is the background, so you know what yeah. version of the coin it is based on the castle. Yeah, okay. All right, I like that. So you like you find treasure, and they're like, holy shit. It's just <laughs> it's like, at least Lord. 60 years old. Yeah. But that's that's I think that's cool. That yeah. adds texture, mm-hmm. right? So like every... someone, someone being like, oh, this, this is an old coin that my, my grandfather had. And you're like, no, yeah. it isn't. Can't possibly be. He's like, why? He's like, this is Look at four that years old. Yeah. So, like, instead of a pyramid, like, a new emperor would start building his wing of the yeah. 
yeah, and whoever, to be whoever works at the Akinosian Mint just dreads seeing that accountant yeah. like walk up and he's like My fu- what now what yeah. it's like well, our, our emperor has decided to, oh, to, no. build, to build a glorious new spire. Motherfuck! So, no, but here's the thing is, I think they have to start minting them before the spire is completed. Here's what I think is interesting that might actually make them geniuses. What I wrote is, Akinosian coins, known colloquially as Akis, are small disks of diron, 25 millimeters in diameter, with a thickness of 2 millimeters. They are made with a precision that other cultures have yet to match, and their worth is equivalent to the same weight of raw diron. Ooh. This has become so well-trusted that the weight of a piece of diron is usually described in ackies rather than the more universal measurements, such as kilograms or grams. Which is good, because then messing with an aki would be, like, the ultimate crime. Mm-hmm. But you could just weigh an aki against another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? If like that. Saying, then, 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 yeah, it's right. So the only extra value it would have is if it had some collectible thing because of the year it came out or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we have we have Akinosh, her face on one side, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then the mountain with the palace in front of a sunset or something. What if it's her I thought it was just the mountain, in fr- the, the palace, a pretty detailed version of the palace mm-hmm. in front of mountain. a representation of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Not even where it is. In, oh. in relation, like if the the, the castle would be very big on it, yeah, so mm. that you could tell the difference. And I think the the version of the castle that is put on it is the planned one that's supposed to exist pretty recently. So there are versions of the coins that are more valuable because they have towers that no one ever built or finished. So they're like there's versions of the castle that mm. don't never even existed that were printed. That could be fun. Um, so we already have coin nerds in our game. Well, that's a 74. That that tower doesn't exist. The mountain and things around it should should be presented is because I think like the level of detail is actually that they're able to uh, uh, create on it is remarkable. Like the, the, yeah, but they're not worth any more yeah than their weight in Dairon. But the um that what the reason why I think that makes it would make them clever in this is they're establishing not just a new currency but a new way of measuring value yeah. that can't really be counterfeited as no. easily. You hand somebody a pile of diron and you're like, these are Aki's. And it's like, actually they are. You know yeah. what? That's, they're equivalent. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no difference. It wouldn't make sense to try and forge them. It would only to only, like, only if you were using inferior diron and that would yeah. be very easy to figure out. Yes. Cause you just melt it and then remint it. You or know, you could, now, or you could weigh them and then displace water. Yes. Right now, the problem with any kind of fictional currency is okay. We have the aki. Yeah. Is there a five point aki? You know, a ten point aki? Yes. Like so, so. But I think these things are actually physically larger. Sure. Yeah. They so, have, just have more diron in them. Yeah. yeah. And and um. But, I th- now, d- but like one to one. So in other words, like, yeah. Then why? Well, if it's literally one to one in terms of weight and size, then how do you the carry a million? Well, not just that, but also, like, why why make them different? Like, the penny and the yeah. dime, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I think, I think you don't. I think you just make the Aki, and you've got change, which is just small pieces of diron noted for their fraction of an Aki, right? But the banking system that they establish, that they co-opt uh, with, with the help of the Gelt and the Mera of the lodestones with the banks, I think makes it so that if you need to carry physically more diron than that you better be building something with it you know what i mean like you can just tra- have the money waiting for you wherever you go yeah and also they do what all banks actually do which is i need a million diron for this thing they go mm-hmm. cool 
here's a piece of paper. We're a bank that holds that much. Give them this, and then we'll go. You, they can take out as much as they want whenever they want. Does that work for like day laborers and shit? Yeah, I think so. Also, you you would if for day laborers, the amount of accies you get would be never enough for a banknote. You would never see one. Like most people in the 1830s, never saw British banknotes. They just were paid in coins. I think the banknoting system has to be robust. Okay, we, we don't want the players to have to deal with this. But I think the banknoting system actually has to be robust enough for that because of the transient nature of the populace. I was going to say, my idea was families, you know those that interculture that made that round stones and then families would just have them and mm. you could trade them? Yeah. So like families would have like a 5,000 Aki like coin that's super detailed and that would be like the family... Yeah. vault treasure like right but like why the, why not i i i think i, I see where you're coming from Doug. yeah because like yeah. why why it's like okay so here's a one aki yeah and if i want a 10 aki piece it's literally 10 times yeah. bigger and 10 times heavier I, why would you even make that I, mean, I, I could just carry 10 ackies i think what you do every time that you want to do this i think you can you can get a bank note you can sign it and there's a magic maybe like some kind of magic we can put if you need a like, if you need a large amount of ackies on a bank note, there needs to be magical verification. Why? Why? Because let's say, oh, I need to give this guy money in secret. Like I'm going to magically verify this bank note that when he receives it, all the scripting appears and he can turn it in, and it's they they will communicate with the other bank. It's like a it's like a it's less like a dollar and more like a wire transfer. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right, but, but why I mean, do you need magic? But how do you? Well, because we don't have electricity. But then it's you like could you could just do it with paper. That's, that's what it is. But if somebody wants paper. to hire the party to do, if a rich person wants to hire your adventuring party to do nature work with a sensitive nature, like find their illegitimate child, sure, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. How do you pay them the ten thousand ackies you're willing to do it? You can literally note. write on a piece of paper. 10,000 Aki's on a bank note and go, yeah, right. when you but go to you a bank, but they'll now, give it to you. But now there's like a paper trail leading you to this shit. If you want to be like, oh, hey, well, don't keep my name out of it. Well, that, that's true in real then, life. I mean, yeah, you then, you, hand then you'd cash, withdraw the you know? money and then give it to them. Yeah, right. I, but now you're giving them a fucking uh, uh, elephant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're, you're like, well, how am I supposed to spend this? How am I supposed to do this? So, so you, then you take it to a bank and you put it in. You, you're talking about how money actually works. No, no, I'm talking about, but no, in real <laughs> but, life, we but, have we have different coins of different values and of different different and, and, and you're and, absolutely you know. right we go off of like checks yeah like these are checks people people write they give it to the person's paycheck they go to the bank and then it's recorded via magical blockchain the lodestone network that again they have it doesn't this. it doesn't need to be a blockchain they could just keep a ledger right but, if, that, but that's <laughs> using this as a metaphor sure. for a ledger yes. but it's just it's just that it just seems so much easier to have coins of different values just, so that I can at the end of the day my boss hands me my money no but fuck coins, you but if, yeah. but if the he value, hands you a check and I'm like I can't eat with this I have to now go to the fucking bank that's true in real life yeah. I, I know <laughs> but, but if the whole thing is the coins I can't, can't be different value to McDonald's the, this yeah. system is bullshit the coins can't be different valued if they're actually based on the material yeah, they're they made of be. they have they would, the to be worth would more be. they have to have more stuff in them like we only those only work because we trust the government. Yeah. Tomorrow is going to have the same value. And and we don't No, like, we it, don't. We don't even trust that. We we trust that there will be gentle inflation enough yeah. to dissuade Absolutely, dissuade yes. hoarding. Now, what the Akinosian Empire does not have this luxury. They didn't even intend for this to become a continent spreading currency. Mm. 
like the standard for the yeah. entire continent. Yeah. It's just Z- enough money has gone through that place where every time they yeah. get Dyron, Dyron and they want to make easy to to match up points, they mint their own coins, and then suddenly it is the currency franca yeah. of the entire continent. So I think, Doug, you raise an excellent point, and I think that problem is a good problem for this setting to have. How much does an Aki weigh? As much as that would weigh in aluminum, so very, it's very light. Because I'm just thinking in terms of, hey, we're going on a dungeon diving adventure, and yeah. we find a room so full of it's, it's the size of a quarter yeah. and a little thicker. Sure. But it's way lighter. Yeah. Okay. But also, our use of Aki's in the system, I don't think are going to scale the way gold does in D&D. Because they, they deal with hundreds of thousands of gold them. Gold is so fucking heavy. heavy. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you, ever, if you ever wonder of, like, hey, I, I think my character can carry this much gold, watch the movie Three Kings. Yeah. yeah. And then try to figure out how hard it is just for three people to move gold through enemy territory. Yeah. It's one of the it's only things pain. people will kill you if they see you, like, mm. not that much I, of it. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like like if you, you if you have ten gold necklaces, people are looking at you. Let alone like ten gold bars. Zeus was lucky; nobody saw him with that gold bar. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep derailing, but what is intrinsically what is the value of Dairon? Uh, equivalent to it's, one U.S. dollar, but functionally, like, right? But now, like gold, other than in use in electronics, we just think it's pretty. But like yeah. Dairon, does it have a use other than money? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's like, aluminum, right? So, but like, so you can like build with it. And oh shit. yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it's funny because um, the novelty of aluminum was its value like 200 years ago. Like they would bring out aluminum flatware to show how rich they were instead of silver. From what I understand, that may be a myth, but it sounds right. Because they didn't know how to get it out of bauxite, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Could do, you could have some kooky inventor who does whatever job as day job. I mean, and then he, he cashes in his ackies, melts them down, makes his kooky inventions. Yeah. Like, so it's like literally your work is being put into and, it. And I think the but, things but that the are... But the thing is, we, we also have to establish that while no more aluminum is being made, there's enough of it lying around in the ground mm-hmm. to keep runaway deflation from being a thing. Well, that people, would be hard to explain. Well, people can find new... You know, you may not find new veins of aluminum, but there's yeah. if this is a post-sci-fi... Yeah. There's just a, there's a lot of process. Yeah. It's just sitting in a room somewhere yeah. that hasn't been found yet. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's probably easy to actually. Well, we think it's easy to extract aluminum in our in present day, but that skill is not only lost; it's almost unnecessary because they're just finding it. Yeah. yeah. Would there now be I, an alchemical field of trying to turn like everything into? Well, I think the Akinosians are probably the best at refining it. Mm-hmm. So, like you, if if you hand me a soda can. Yeah. It's aluminum, but it's also a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Right? They probably have got a decent method of, of I getting rid like, of the slag. and. I meant like actual, like trying to turn lead oh, into gold. You're talking like about a magical you said field. Alchemical. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. people just sitting in a room like, I'm going to turn this into diron. Yeah. It's like. Cool. It'll cost yeah. it'll cost fifteen diron yeah. worth of materials <laughs> to make a diron to make one because you can turn lead into gold. You can totally do that. It's it just, costs uh, so much money to do. It ain't worth the gold. No, nope. that's cool when your parents are rich and they're paying for your your apartment, right? Yeah. Akinosh. <laughs> right. So we figured out who's on the Akinosian coin. The last thing I want to do for this episode is to flesh out the organizational structure of the Leyliners. All right. There are immediate analogs that, that come to us because we kind of brought them up as a reference is mm. like the Pathfinder Society. Instead of using that as a reference for how the Leyliners is structured, let's try to make it organically and see if it's Immediately the same. pyramid comes to mind. Like a leader, then like two sub-leaders, 
and so on back from there. Mm-hmm. And I, each one pays a, a subscription fee, and if they can get more people to pay the subscription fee. But the subscription fee is justice. Mm. I would, in my mind, they kind of they're set up like Elks Lodges. Ooh, I don't you know. That. There's like I, there's I'm a, not I'm not really familiar with the there's, organization there's, structure. There's a they're autonomous member states, but then there's like a head office and hmm. it's like a corporatized club, honestly. Yeah, but I think admission should be difficult. Like the admission into an Elks Lodge is it can't be that complicated. I mean, now no. Uh, back in the day, you had to be an elk. It was. I think it was only through sponsorship. Mm. Actually, sponsorship is not a bad way to do it. Yeah. How do sponsorships work, though? Just one person says, I you vouch need, for them? You need you to need... have a member sponsor you, and then you need to be put through the paces as a yeah. prospect. Like, if you, want to go to, if you want to go to West Point, you have to have a governor or a general say, yeah, that guy or that lady. Sorry. Mm. But if you're a member of the lodge, yeah. you only get so many sponsors a year that you can give out. Or like what? No, no, I think what it is. So, for instance, the company in Layliners, the the podcast, is applying for membership. Yeah. To Layliners, and they have their active members is really just going to be Bizzleby, Mandergrove, and Trod. The rest have other jobs. So, somebody looking for a problem for Layliners who are adventurers, outfitters, and if something needs to be found or organized, uh, and it might involve something from the past like some kind of archaeological aspect to it, you would call the Leyliners because they're... So, okay, what's the purpose of the Leyliners? Are they building, like, the generational knowledge of, like, putting the past together? I think that's definitely part of it. Like, through adventure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Adventure yeah. archaeology? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but we're also in a world where empires have risen and fallen and risen and fallen, and mm-hmm. in, a, I think, a lot shorter span than our current history they're, they're like built, it happens right. it sure. happens faster sure sure and and with more wild difference so that they're building the library of alexandria on steroids yeah mm-hmm. and it's a current organization without i think it's the newest of the like of the organizations we've come up with where they're trying to get cross-country approval you know they, mm-hmm. they probably have to constantly renegotiate like access yeah, yeah. to things and and but if they see, just see history going around again and again they would want to put out like a break and be like how do yeah. we stop that? Yeah. Like, yeah. What how, is the thing that'll stop it? How about we stop every civilization from crumbling within a few hundred years? Yeah. Like, that seems like a real big problem that isn't going yep. away. If somebody would say, hey, uh, we're about to employ this uh, sweeping social change. Could somebody from the Leyliners visit their library and see if there's anything related? And if there's if there's only like, and there might be hints of something that, yeah. that was related. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, well, the last known location of that is over in this place. So we need more information about about that and this ruler that tried to implement that change. Did it work? Did it not? We're not sure. We're sending the leyliners, and then they have to brave the magical monster infested jungles. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you type into Google, and Google's like, All right, "We got to send out a team to the jungle yeah, exactly. to like find that information for you'll, you." You'll get your information back in two months. Yeah, yeah. If they Maybe. come back, if they come back. Two months, well, that's fast. You know, yeah. by these standards. They're the layliners, man. Yeah. They're yeah. good. Real quick, before we get too far into this, for banking, we've talked about, that Doug, you brought up a lot of uh, points about, like, how are you just going to give somebody a, a bag like, full of Ackies? A bag full of Ackies. I think banknotes should be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, banknotes, but for whatever the local bank is, you can just write banknotes to your employees, mm-hmm. and, and, and your account is with that bank. Yeah. And that's all part of the hiring process. Like, you'd be like, okay, well, what bank does your employer use? And the employer would be like, okay, you'll be getting bank notes from this bank. Is that the bank that's closest to you? Yes. Okay, the, that's yeah. convenient. And you, you don't have to you'd, switch. You'd probably pay, like, any large sum of money, you'd probably, like, rent or something. You'd probably, like, here's a bank note. Yeah. And then you just go to the bank and you're like, put this amount 
in my pile, please. Yes. And they go, yeah, sure. Done. The purpose of a bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never want us to be carrying hundreds of thousands, like hundreds of thousands of gold in D&D or Pathfinder isn't weird. Mm-hmm. I think it should be. <laughs> well, uh, the, I actually watched a video recently. I can't remember if it was Matt Colville or someone else, but they were talking about early history of D&D and how Gary Gygax was like, wow, uh, it would be an interesting thing to say, oh, you go into, you slay the dragon and he's sitting on a mountain of you know gold and now you got to transfer the gold out of there back to town, except what if it wasn't a mountain of gold? They heard wrong. It's a mountain of copper. So it's like the amount of gold is correct. It's like, you know, it's like 3,000 yeah. gold, but it's all in copper. Yeah. So now you have to hire a fucking, you know, like yeah. excavation to see whatever. And like he thought that was funny. And I'm like, that's torturous. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I mean, I get it. it is, you're trolling your, your players. Although, but Mr. that'd be fun to do once. Right. A Mr. T campaign? I wouldn't hate that. One of the, uh, I, so I read The Hobbit. The Jewelry Man. Yeah. To Orion last year. And I now watched the animated movie and the Tolkien edit, the four hour, four and a half hour Tolkien edit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was good, um, but even that still, like, I didn't realize they completely cut out, like, Smaug's best shit. And they added in a bunch of dumb shit that he didn't say in the books. Like, especially, like, he's burning all of Lake Town, and he just stops for some reason to see Bard, who, and he's like, oh, look, there's one human. Yeah. I'm going to mock him while, and give him a chance to yeah. shoot me. Yeah. Well, anyway, his, Smaug's best dig. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. At Bilbo. Really illustrated like Gandalf's being like, be careful, dragons are manipulative. They're, they're assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, it's when, and it's when he's like, he's like, dwarves, like, what do they promise you? And he's like, one fourteenth chair, you know? And he's, he's like, oh, a fourteenth of this? Yeah. Like, look at, how are you going to get it home? You'd have to hire a bunch of people to carry it for you. And then they'd have to carry it all the way through Mirkwood. That amount of gold, I mean, people are going to kill you immediately. So you have to hire an army to protect the gold. And then nobody's going to be happy that you're marching an army all the way through Middle Earth back there but you know what that's just such a hassle i'm sure the dwarves would be happy to keep it for you yeah and yeah it's just it was like that is such a great point and it was cut out of both hobbit adaptations i remember seeing a movie in theaters and being like hearing about like being reminded about that yeah. speech again mm-hmm. like why didn't he like why that would give old bendy toots something to actually do you old know yeah. bendy of, toots yeah yeah <laughs> but they take the hero moment away from him by mm. making like going against the spiders is supposed to be like a huge, huge moment for him. And why is it not in there? Oh, no, he was just there and they get out themselves. Like, you just ripped. <sighs> I just don't know why they, they removed certain things and extended other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. The we whole point of the books is like, yeah, they're little, but, you know, maybe they'll do something cool. Like, we don't know. The animated version did a much better job of that. The ranking of best? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think the Leyliners recognize that there's great power and that it's dangerous, but the lack of continuity hurts everybody. Mm-hmm. 
So how do they protect themselves against the detractors who want it for themselves? Do they say all of our knowledge will be open for everybody? Everybody can search our, our knowledge. We're going to protect any artifacts and then we're going to catalog them and we will decide if people get to use them. If there's any contention around it, nobody gets to use them, not even the ley liners. I think it would be more... Yeah, I don't want it to be Brotherhood I think of Steel. Would, I think, well, the whole thing is, I think it would be more Brotherhood of Steel, not less. I don't think it would be open source, but there there would be, it'd be a process of, uh, you've hired us to do this job, we will find out this specific thing. If we find out extra stuff, we put it in the vault, and we're going to go through it, vet it, and if it meets our approval, it goes into the public eye, but there's shit in the vault that they're like, there's already stuff yeah, in you, the Leyliner's vault. They're like, no one can ever know about this, including most of our own people. Yeah, sure. Like, this to, is to build a very right, bad. You know, like, it, this is super duper bad. It, so you would hire them to retrieve some object that you've heard of that you want. Yeah. They get to keep everything along the way, and they get to catalog the object and its history in their yes. records that anybody has access to. Yes. Can there be a monthly newsletter called The Vault, which is like... The Weekly World News I, Conspiracy. I think th- that's a great idea. Yeah. Where uh, uh, I don't know if we call it the vault, mm-hmm. but like it should be something Leyliner specific. But I think that's a great idea. I think they do publish a very widely circulated thing that w- people uh, like, read, like the serial novels adventures. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and then people people follow a, their favorite a, adventurers. A continuation <laughs> of Shays <laughs> ripping fucking, yarns, if you will. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shays ripping yarns, but but factual and up like yeah. a monthly release. With but should updates. they be like the Men in Black, where people are like, I know I saw Leyliner there. Like, no, I think exactly. I think people are they're not secretive. Yeah. though. yeah. It's like meeting an FBI agent. We're like, you don't meet tons of them. No, but over sure. the course of your life, you probably do. Mm-hmm. There's got to be an equivalent to this, though. It's like investigative journalism, but it's not treated as such, right? This, this might be too much of a reach, but there was uh, – I had a friend uh, that I knew uh, from the theater program who years later he was uh, in the Air Force and he was going for a high security job. So they had a Secret Service member come to my house. Mine too. I had to yeah. do this for Roland. And I was just thinking, like, this is the coolest shit, but it's a little scary, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, this dude shows up and – it doesn't have sunglasses on but he looks like one of the men in black and he just sat across from me on my kitchen table and was like asking me all these questions and stuff but just the idea of the formality of oh no we just need to send one guy ask a couple questions that's it like there's just to corroborate what this person has already told us right and make sure it lines up and i yeah i was asked about you i was like oh i don't know when he worked i know he worked there i don't have the exact dates i know it was roughly this time and he's like oh yeah cool we don't expect you to have files on him and in fact if you did i'd have to stick around longer yeah i'm going to ask you to be as specific as you can yeah Yeah. not to be weirdly you're not on file you know nothing like that just i do believe it was uh yeah, October the 11th that he was uh, he was let go from that position. Between 6 p.m. and... <laughs> I, I had just eaten toast. The conversation lasts precisely 32 seconds. I believe he was let go for treason and gross insubordination, but that shouldn't apply <laughs> to what you're doing, right? Also, are you trying to subtly ask if he's a homosexual? Because uh, I can neither deny or confirm. Yeah. I think, is communism related to his sexual activities? Yeah. I cannot confirm that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do say that he does enjoy the color red. <laughs> Sure, he spent a Along lot. Along with white and blue. He spends every summer in China, but like, come on. Who doesn't? Yeah. But just the... Uh, the did you, ever, did yeah. you ever go to Chile? Twice last mm-hmm. year. <laughs> just just the idea of like an agent, an official person sent to do a thing small like that and following the adventures of someone like that and a little newsletter could be a lot of fun. Would they have like a encyclopedia? Yeah, they're putting together they're basically the collected timeline of... It would Erd. be whatever approved... The Encyclopedia Echinocea? Yes! 
No, uh, not Echinocean. No. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing a name I out. I know. It could be anything. I think we came up with an encyclopedia. The, encyclo- the encyclopedia Erdalium? Erdalium, sweet. I like it. Because it would be Ur er, is er the world, right? Yeah. I mean, the encyclopedia Tectani would be uh, way too fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would, in effect, be an encyclopedia, but what, what they think of it as is a timeline. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're building the past. It's not just being historians. This is dangerous. There's not enough infrastructure for them to barter trade. It's like, if they want to show up somewhere, we're like, hey, uh, local tribe, that shrine you've been tr- praying to. Slowly killing you because of radiation. Well, I think there, <laughs> there's a dial on the back that we want to turn because of a note we found. Can we please just turn the dial? You know, they'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> you can't touch anything. Like, okay, let's see a neighboring tribe and we'll see if uh, they can have offer a war. You stuff. <laughs> let's have you killed. And then, we'll, no, they're not going to kill people, but. Yes, they will. I don't know, the CIA. They totally will do that. I don't think they're going to murder a village to get to, to, to try and try. They're just going to try to find, like, how much is this worth to the leyliners? How certain are they? And then they can try to put pressure on people through, like, or raise trade. money, like if they'd be called into the head yeah. office and be like, "Hey, we need some uh, need some money sent out here to turn the dial." I think they would literally call like a local government and be like, um, "What can the what can the leyliners do for you? Because we really need this. We want to turn that dial. Yeah, we got to turn that dial. We got to turn it from kill everyone to just stand by. Yeah. That's what we're really <laughs> looking to do. The government is like, "Well, if you turn the dial, would a door open up with a bunch of diron?" Maybe. Be there that we could have. Like, I can't say that it wouldn't yeah. happen. You would get all that diary. It's not impossible. It's happened before. Here's the I, problem. I I, in fact, I could look up five ways it's happened I've, before. You've you've set this doll to evil. In fact, <laughs> in fact the the gentle inflation of diron that exists in the world right now is not unsubstantially due to our direct actions as an organization. Yep. What would the dial do? Kill everyone. Would it? What yeah, if it turned 100%. on Wi-Fi? Nobody would have devices for yeah, it. Yeah, but devices would start popping up in the world. Could be. Power over Wi-Fi? Maybe. Mm-hmm. They're working on it. I mean, I know after my vaccine, I was really happy with my 5G signal. <laughs> really? Mine got way worse. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't have 5G before, and then it was like, I think what it is, it's like it's like a boot up. You need to reboot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to yeah. do that. Yeah, How do you all... do that? Is it? It's in the butt, isn't it? It's in the butt. Ah, yeah. damn it. What they say when, when you... Uh, uh, Sneeze, cough, and fart at the same time. It's like you've just reset. <laughs> That's the human reset. Mm. So structurally, I think they have to have multiple like headquarters where things can just get offloaded. Yeah. And like leyliner historians can go through shit. So like regional centers or yeah, something like that. And then like libraries. Yeah, I think head office doesn't even have anything that you would use. You know, no. like maybe they've got like the most up to date. They have a copy of one of the most up-to-date timelines, and, and they've probably got like, yeah. lists of who to talk to. But there, about it, but there isn't a main repository of things that could destroy the world, because yeah. they would very purposefully not want to keep all of those in the same place. Yeah, I think, but I think uh, a Leyliner's cache is something that is so valuable that it, you can't just leave one in the woods. No. You no. know, like it's, it can't be like, well, we put up a spell so that people couldn't find this cave. It's like, no, nah, man. Nah, I think I think and people would start wars if they knew what was in there. Just think yeah. of the campaign over there. You know, it's like, I need you to get in. <laughs> You're like, yeah. you, you couldn't have, have a bitch. You wouldn't have a, a head office with a lot of rare stuff in it because some of the stuff is too big to fucking move anyway. Yeah. Like, you'd have to set up something around something. Like, maybe a whole city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think there's probably... Basically, think, like, Leyliner's caches are just, like, the Fort Knox's, you know, around, around the place where local governments are like, well, they don't tell us what's in it, but they give us money to to keep it here and to post guards around it 
you know, and then like guards will be like, oh, I think I saw somebody transfer something in that was glowing. So like glowing. And then somebody seems like, don't you fucking say anything. Yeah. <laughs> like just everything. You keep, keep everything your eyes to yourself, yeah. soldier. Listen, it's man. Like, it's like it, the villagers think it's Fort Knox, but really it's Area 51. Like, yeah, very <laughs> much. Like, yeah, there's just an Area 51 in every city. That is a Leyliner's cache. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's one of like the, the juicy things about joining the Leyliners is that you get access to different levels of the cache. It's, it's it, like acts, it, there's multi-levels of yeah. it. So the Leyliners are structured around this cache system that there is in every city, every major city, right? That that has an army big enough to prevent access. Yeah. So would they be heavily involved with the universities? And... I think, no, I think, I think universities come to them. Okay. And they won't and, even. And, and more importantly, people graduate. If you're an academic, yeah. but also have a white, like if you got an Indiana Jones inside of you, you don't stay at the the school. You're like, cool. I'm gonna get a whip and a hat, yeah. and I'm gonna go find robots. Yeah. So here, here, I think they probably they probably anything that is like we'll say safe but interesting, mm-hmm. like broken pieces of weapons yeah. or stuff like that. They'll probably give to local universities, museums, and stuff. And to be fair, it takes 14 academics for every one Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, that's all if you're cataloging and <laughs> cleaning and here's here's a terrible comparison but yeah. it might i think you at least see where i'm going with this is it at all like scientology in terms of operating levels like the further you get yes. the more knowledge you get access to yeah, yeah. and the more sure. the whole thing the is that's a lot stuff. of that's a lot of institutions yeah the, no sure 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 just the, the top secret access kind right of, yeah, yeah right very much I, I really do think it is because the you know somebody's a new ley liner they could be a spy for a yeah. government mm-hmm. yeah you know, and and that's just looked down upon. And and like if if, if oh. a spy for a government got in to a high level and got made, that might literally yeah. just like somebody somebody's like, hey, we found out that this top level layliner was actually a double agent for the Mara. Yeah. People are like, well, we may need to go to war on the Mara now. Yeah. Because it's it's even the layliners are like, we're not we're not taking part in this. We just yeah. need to put this out there. I think was, there should be a secondary level of security in which when you get to your the deepest level in it. You only get to know about your cash. You don't get to know about everybody's caches. Oh yeah, there's yeah. It's, yeah. There is there is a like you're level three layliner. You can go into a level three cache anywhere, but level seven that's for you and like that yeah. means you and one other person have access to that. I, I think I think what it is is that the only people that know about all the caches work at head office and they've never seen them. They their job is to put yeah. together the timeline. Yeah. So we say like uh, uh, layliners put together the timeline. Like that's their yeah. their job, and um, but you can hire them, and they're experts in this kind of dangerous adventure in handling dangerous objects. Yeah, which is I see I'm a lot just, of adventure potentials with that. I'm like, just seeing Tiktani in like a big printing press, just running around grabbing shit off walls and change it up, making this giant timeline. I think that the uh, the magazine of the Leyliners can probably be treated by some people as propaganda yeah because they're like well we just have to trust them on what they say happened in the past how do we know that the entire history isn't made up you're like we'll read something else and somebody else is doing it well there isn't anything else well go go start your own then i don't know what the fuck to tell you (laughs) like i think yeah i think i think it's probably corruption is their biggest worry as ley liners going rogue because that could fuck with public perception and i I think just somebody steals a bunch of really dangerous shit to say nothing of that yeah excuse me just or not even dangerous shit, just a list of things that they haven't gotten around to checking out yet. Mm-hmm. And all, like, he's like, he made copies of it and he's gone. Well, we have to send teams out yeah. to all of these locations so, someone now. At, someone at the at the head office who is the expert who knows what's in level 7 of the vault, you know, mm. 8,000 miles away, suddenly gets a telegram, whatever, and it just says, 
hey, so that secret thing that's in level seven? Yeah, it's like the thing that only you at the head office know about. Um, it started glowing by itself, and we don't know why. You yeah. need to come take take a look at it. You go, no, I don't take a look at it. I, I don't even. I've never even seen it before. I've just no, read it. Yeah. It's like, well, no one else knows anything, so you gotta come. To, I need another yeah. pair of eyes. Suddenly, they need an escort down there. People who are not layliners. It's like there's so it's, many. It's, fun. it's 2010 where yeah. the pro, where the programmer has to get on the yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the governor, the governor of the city it's in has been informed. We're like, if we give the word, you need to evacuate the entire yeah. fucking city. And, that, and then, like, and then I have that no pencil facility pusher, to do that. That, that pencil pusher who's like up there who knows about level seven has to pack his bags and the other people that he works with across the desk are like everything okay with whatever your level settings i don't know and even if i did i couldn't tell you i have to leave oh is every should i be worried i don't know yet goodbye <laughs> <laughs> like, like, i'll let you know don't don't like, invest yeah yeah <laughs> i think uh, you, know, you try to hold okay if, you, if it comes out that you're running for public office or you're going to hold any pu- any uh, uh mm-hmm. public position all of your access gets removed Oh yeah, no, you're done. Like, and it's also frowned upon because you have I mean, I think a you lot of access quit already. The layliners, if you're going to do that anyway, you can't just you know. Well, like, but but you lose your access. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Like, like yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You, you may not. And like the fact that you know what's in the cache locally to you is a big deal. And the layliners are going to be like, Mm-mm. not a fan of that. Yeah. Would there be a a wing to maybe make someone disappear? Uh, they can call up the lamplighters. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, the yeah the lamp. I'm sure the lamplighters. They're well like. I think the layliners are way more face forward. Very much, and they're all they're, They would also they definitely know the lamplighters exist, and they're like, and we definitely know lamplighters are in are in our organization, mm. but our goals overlap enough that we're not super worried about it. Yeah, yet just don't fuck up. Yeah, to the war. Don't pull a sarin and just be you know like suddenly uh, from sides. Mass Effect. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's a good uh, Spectre is a good <laughs> like the unlimited access to everything, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be like, oh, and I'm gonna do something else now. It's like, no, yeah. no, this is it's, it's this or this or you get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, okay, I like that. Now let's let's name some shit because then it'll be easier to talk about. All right, layliner cash. What do we call those? I don't think you just call it hold, a layliner hold, cash. Hold fast, citadels, bastions. Because it'd be like an office too. Treasury. Yeah. It's like a, almost like a quartermaster where you drop shit off. Right, exchange. Mm, that implies that other people. That implies that other yeah. people get things out. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Also, you don't really. I mean, you get information. I think you you can petition them for information. You'd be like, "Hey, I have a request. I want to learn about this." Like, oh, okay, cool. I'll send that off. Like, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe like a, a warrant tree or something. Mm-hmm. Like a. I just warrant. I like. I think in like warrant officer. I know, but I just but like yeah. it as warrant. Yeah. Armory is the. The, the level of structure that we're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's more than a quartermaster place. It's like an armory, but with full public-facing offices. Yeah. Like a National yeah. Guard armory or whatever? Yeah. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as militaristic as saying, like, a no. fort. No, no, it no. It wouldn't no, be... No. F- they would not want it to be thought of as a fort. No, but I think it's surrounded by soldiers. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, by local soldiers, too. Collegia. Depot. depot. I, like depot. I like depot. Can we call it depot? You know, magazine? I don't hate magazine. Mm. I don't like it because it has different connotations. We're also going to have them publish a magazine. Well, and also, just dump. You have. I kind of like dump. (laughs) Dump. I like. I like the idea of dumps being offsite. Yeah, those are like. There's a dump. Uh, Storehouse, warehouse, stronghold. uh, I like depot. Repository. Repo. I like depot. I like depot. I like repo as well. Well, repo is too close to repossession. Yeah, but it's repository. Yeah. Right, but also you are kind of repossessing. Things. Yeah, yeah. De- a depository works. I like, depot, I like, depot, I like depot. depository. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
book repository? Yeah. Well, yeah, the grunts would call it depots, and the other's like, well, if this depository, and you're like, mm-hmm. uh, the depot. Depot is just a building for storing goods. Yeah. I depot. like that. Oh, Go yeah. on down to the depot. Mm-hmm. But we don't have enough terminology yet. So let's think, because it is a cache. Mm-hmm. Let's look at cache as well, see if there's something. Hoard. <laughs> reserve. But it's not held in reserve. Yeah. It's, it's held for study. Budget. Fun. Oh, these are words related. I like depot. I like it too. I'm just thinking of like mm-hmm. how to how to talk about it. Observatory. Mm. Would you call it the Layliners Depot? Collection. Collection's not bad. No. The, the connotation the connotation of that is good. I don't I don't think you'd call it a Layliners Depot. They would just Layliners would refer to it as the depot. Mm-hmm. And then And locals call oh the Layliner would, Depository. Oh, yeah, they, no, they would just be like, Oh, the Layliner office. Yeah. Because they only see the office part. Yeah. The depot is for lay layliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be like the Echinos Depot, the, you know, let's say Lickspittal, Arkansas had one. It would be the Lickspittal Depot. Just go by the name of the city it's in. Yeah, but the city might have its own depots, you know, for different things. That's the only thing. But I mean, that's what the Leyliners would call it, right? Maybe. I feel like it's just missing some zazz. Like there's there's just like one flavor twist. It'll make it right. Bit of chili flake. Harvest. Kind of like that. You'd say like, ah, you drop it off a harvest. It's like, yep. A center. Hold on. What if it's the library? Okay. Right? Because they find old books. They mm-hmm. The Leyliners probably are in charge of cataloging old books. So, like, we have, in, in America at least, we have the Library of Congress where they're, like, yeah. if mm-hmm. you can go to any public library and check out any book. If you want to check out a book from the Library of Congress, there's access control. And you have to demonstrate that you have at least some wherewithal with difficult books you have to wear gloves you have to you know maybe you can't leave the building with this book or the room or the room yeah yeah i like the i like the library because it, again the front facing part of it it's literally the local library yeah yeah so, well I, I think it's not because it's not a it's not a collegiate library it's not where there's like a ton of, of things but they'll have like would it be oh, like the vatican archives archives is good archives i don't mind Ooh, I might like that better than Depot. Yeah, I like for, archives. For, from, from a Lateliner standpoint, it's an archive. If for the person on the street, it's a, it's library. a library. Yeah, because mm. you don't get access. If you're a person on the street, you don't you don't look at the archives. You just get the library. But you don't mind not having the archives because the library is pretty fucking good. Yeah, this is not the. If if you wanted to learn about general things, you would just go to the university library, or you would yeah. go to a bookstore. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't go to Lateliners. If you're like, hey, I'm doing a I'm doing a report yeah. on this ancient civilization can i swing by the library and and do that so we say labor yeah. but if you're like i'm building an extension on my house they're like no not just go to the university library or somewhere else yeah go, we'll, we'll say go to a con- construction worker yeah. like, what do you we say it's a local archive yes. yeah right you, you drop by the local archive i know yeah. that uh and, hey you know what if you're looking for something they don't have at the local archive each local archive has a ledger of what is in all the others yeah. so you can request something be sent to your local archive and and we can have you yeah. read it yeah and who would do that maybe in the friendly post office or yeah something? the post you know yeah. for sure the the order of the word would take mm-hmm. it i think archive is a good catch-all yeah yeah i like depot because it implies the back end where you there's a big warehouse and you drop shit off mm-hmm. and i think that's each each archive has uh the back end that layliners check into and drop shit off they don't allow access like if you're doing a studying project you can drop by your local archive if they have an artifact that you want but if you want to see an artifact we don't ship those you have to go no. to the you have yeah. to go to the city that has it. Okay, uh, levels of leyliners. They're administrators. Um, who do you report to as a leyliner? Like if somebody's somebody's checking up on you and they're like, "Hey, uh, we've got like six leyliner contracts out here. Um, I think these three are uh, appropriate to you. 
what do you guys think? You want to do it? Like, who's that person? Handler? Because there would be, there would be, if you're having archives, there's an archivist or a librarian. Sure. Who's in charge of that? Handler's but that's pretty not casual of a phrase, yeah. but I, but I, I know the the position's correct. Like, but what's the? I mean, it's a quest giver, right? Like, yeah. that's really what it is. Or, um, or even just like an ops officer, operations officer. Oh, let's let's not think of it from that perspective of the layliners that, that's receiving the quest. Let's think of it as you're the customer. That's the person you'd bring it to. So you bring it to this person. That person finds the best yeah. layliners for the job. What would you call them? I mean, in crime, those are. That's what a fixer is. Yeah, an yeah, agent would, perhaps, like not not like not like secret agent, but an agent of like, oh, it's like a agent is good. Agent yeah. like a travel agent. Yes. yes, agent is good. Just gonna just gonna check through this real quick just to see if we, we if there's something similar. Advocate, minister, no, admin. Admin's not bad. I like agent better than admin though. Yeah, like talk to a you know talk to a laylander agent today if you need something done. Talk to one of our many agents, helpful agents. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. I think if you're going to use agent, you have to. It's not just a leyliner agent because that's general. You would say, like, yeah. talk to one of our expedition agents. Yes, or, yes, yes. Or um, service agent. Service agent's good. Contract agents? Contract agent. You have an archive agent if you have a high enough yeah. thing to someone to go in. Like, if, like even mm-hmm. even if you're a leyliner, you don't just get to walk into the archive and pick it off no. off the shelf. You have to have an agent go in there and do it. Secret agent. It's probably rumors about secret agents, but it's like secret agents and shit. Go into your house and they'll take whatever they like. You know, they, you won't even see them. It's like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, just a, one day you, you wake up on the shelf and you're like, what? I'm I just saying. Yet? Last night I went to bed after going out and partying. I had a bag full of diamond under my bed. Woke up. Wife was gone. Bag of diamonds mm-hmm. gone. Agents took her. That's all I'm saying. They took my wife. <laughs> they took my wife and my diary. Or advocate's good, too. I, I Requisition like, agent? I like expedition agent. Yeah, expedition agent. Right. If, you, if you need to hire a group to do it, an expedition agent, that sounds like, I would believe them. I, that's, yeah. that's the person they, I want. They to negotiate and gather enough basic information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if it didn't Con- have... Contact our expedition agent for a quote. Yeah. <laughs> if it didn't have the construction connotation, I think the word contractor would be yeah, more sure. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, how many campaigns would that cut down on? You randomly meet in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went to the expedition agent. Is like anything I can get to? Yeah, or just just basically the expedition yeah. agent comes to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, your yeah. layliners and and. Yep. Okay, you have these skills involved in this group that works well together. Yeah, yeah. I've if got you, a job for you. If you're doing a sandbox game, you just walk into the local yeah. depot and say, "Hey, can we talk to the expedition agent and then see if he has any work for us?" Instead of asking for rumors and shit. Well, I think, just, yeah. I think yeah. the expedition agent is almost like you guys aren't a team. If, if, this is the worst mm-hmm. case scenario where where the walk into a bar scenario, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it's instead of the bar, the expedi- expedition agent shows up and goes, hey, you're all layliners. Um, I gathered you here today because you all have very specific skills for yeah. this. I know that you're members of other teams. However, uh, those teams do not fill out my needs. And uh, I'll be assigning you this and this and this. Any questions? Let's talk about how this pay is going to work. You know, just very yeah. But also, I, I think this needs to be very important. It's voluntary. Actions well, have it's, to, not, it's not an army. Actions yeah. it's a job. have to be voluntary. You get paid. Yeah. No, but it also has to be that situation because I never want to have to play a game where someone's like, and my character quirk is, I don't really want to be here. No. And then I'm like, then I don't want to play at the table with yeah, you. Yeah, like, like, I don't want to be here. If you're going to set that up, you have to set that up beforehand and that you have to be well aware of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be the setup. In or well, someone's killing Leyliner teams, yeah. and you're four survivors from four separate teams who have to come together to find out what's going on. Murders in Whitechapel. I, I already wrote it. I know I've brought it up before, but one of my favorite things about running Ghostbusters games is that everyone is there because it's their job. 
Yeah. And they're there because yeah. they want to do the job. Yes. There's no argument on I have, you I know. rent. <laughs> right, right, right. If, if they don't want to have if they don't want to do that, they don't have to play as layliners. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like the idea that someone would be like, Oh yeah, I don't really want to be here. It's like, dude, why are you here? Like this was yes. an open call. Like what what are you talking about? This I is- got a question, expedition agent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get out of this chicken shit outfit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like there's the door. <laughs> but also like the duality of all ley liners are private citizens as well is really cool. They're not even like reserve military. No. You can't order them to do anything. We know that you're qualified, that's why you're a ley liner. Yeah. Is this something you'd be interested in? But they do have an army, right? No. Oh no, the whole thing is protect the Oh no, local governments have armies. Yeah. Okay. So they just they contract out protect i, I think it's archive. in the government's best interest <laughs> okay yeah. i understand to, uh, yeah. to do that yeah. although, although i do I, I think there should be one or two moments in pretty recent history where something happened and massive amount of laylanders were mobilized mm-hmm. that was the tipping moment for a lot of local governments where they were like oh you guys are really important no <laughs> not only are really important <laughs> dangerous like if, yeah. if they really really need to get something going they have access to so much talent yeah and voluntary resources that they could they are they are a Dude, de- they are a yeah. decentralized paramilitary that's, force that's, that is way more dangerous than you expect but, but yeah. it's really hard to do the logistics on yes. compared to a military yeah. Yeah. like when uh, um all the uh garbage bin in New York went on strike yeah where you're like oh we really underestimated how yeah. much we were abusing you guys you yeah. know <laughs> like so but they, that, that's the start they, of a campaign they, right yeah. there is is you're just farmers or some nobody in a local town all of a sudden, the layliners, like all the layliners, are called into some big emergency, and the local government is like, "Yo, we we can't have no one here looking after this shit." So, like, so we need volunteers. Come in here. We kind of. But got- also, it's just a huge boon to your city to have an archive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Locally, where all of your politicians, their staff, yeah, all of the university students, mm-hmm. anybody who who needs information. You'll, you'll maintain yeah. it. You make your own money doing your expeditions. You don't need yeah. their money. But if they protect your shit, you're like, yeah, you'll, I'll give you priority access. Also, you get to have, again, people with a very particular set of skills have other things to do rather than just leaving them around your town. <laughs> the biggest question is, is um, when it comes to like keeping secrets that are dangerous and stuff. Let's say I'm the mayor of a town yeah. that has a big archive because we just happen to be sitting on top of something super valuable and or dangerous. The mayor dies of old age. They've elected a new mayor. Mayor sits down on first day. The laylanders come in and say, "Okay, here's what you need to know. This is what your predecessor knew. How much of that? You know what I'm saying? Like how how much does a mm-hmm. does a person of privilege who's not a person on the street like would the mayor of a town know that? Oh yeah, there is something here and it's dangerous. No. Or they just say, "Hey, it's just a secret, but yeah. trust us, it's valuable." Like. No. I wouldn't know anything. I, I think you could also like you're like I don't have the resources, but I need to know if there's anything related to this. Can I just pay one of your archivists to get in there and, and just check to see if there's an answer to this? You're like, okay, we're on it. It's just mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to figure out like how how would someone in the position of say the new mayor feel when they're being told, yeah, that big that big scary building, you know, we that we're covering that big, area big that friend, no one's allowed into. Big friendly building. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just I mean how to how to make it so that people are fine with all right then keep your secrets you know like how yeah. was that? like how how do you get that attitude versus on the side they paint don't panic v- versus versus someone who's really suspicious and is just like 
how do I know that we're not literally sitting on top of a nuclear bomb that could no, go off on any day? I think they literally are. No, he, here, here's the reason. It's because they already literally are whether or not there's the Leyliners Depot there. Yeah. Right. I, I think I think what happens is nukes go off by accident all the time without Leyliner Depots. Right. And this is this, this is this like is the, the, the safety measure. Yeah, this is like we gotta figure something out. Yeah. And the Leyliners, even though they haven't been around forever, they've been around long enough for everyone to go, Oh, they are a public good. Yes. Okay, and, no, no, and, great, lo- great. and local local yeah. heroes, local that, that local people it. of note are leyliners great so that, that i mean just saying like that's that was my question of just like how how is it framed for the public so that they kind of go oh leyliners are here i'm not panicking like this is a good it's, imagine it's a volunteer fire department that sometimes has to fight dragons yes yeah. great okay that's great just this society is built on so many layers like i just get the image of them like driving the spike for the intercontinental railroad and then a nuke just goes up <laughs> yeah like, yep. you know just like I'm sure that's happened. You never know what's going to happen. That's a whole adventure. Or or just a giant mech. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh, god damn it. Another metal monster. God damn it. Do the Leyliners know anything about this? And it's like, oh, shit, we got to write home office fast. Or you have have it. I mean, after we kill it. Or you have a Leyliner there just just in case. It's like, all right, and now for the grand ceremony, let's hit the, the thing and the thing. Mech shows up. Do you know what this is? I have no idea. <laughs> just like how how fucking just scary. Imagine, like Iron Giant, if it's like the problem child or yeah. the good son, you know, like yeah. some shitty kid with a giant robot. What will we call the magazine? I think this is important because it's the it's the way that the general public interacts with the Leyliners most. The Gazette, the Bugle, the the Coronet, a Tribune, the Leyline Heritage. It's about the, the histories. Past, right? The Leyliner Byliner. Yeah. <laughs> the Byliner. I like that. I like that. How about the Byliner? The Byliner. byliner. Done. Yeah, the Byliner. And, and I think it's like, it's almost like the New York Times. It, it's not a news, it, it's a zine. It's not, yeah. it's not a newspaper. Is it but bi-monthly? Like... I think, I think it's monthly. Um, but I think the Byliner, um, you would have to pay to subscribe to it. Yes. It contains uh, uh, etchings of, of, Discoveries, interviews. It's like National yeah. Geographic, very much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except it, except it exclusively deals with uh with the leyliners, the militant arm of the National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> the best too is like I think people would be criticized for reading it too. You'd be like, oh, you yeah. believe that? That's the prepackaged bullshit. That's none of that. So, so some people criticize it. They treat it like Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, that would be fun, yeah. They, they could put whatever they want in there. You'd yeah. never know. Yeah. You, know? you just buy it because you want to see the etchings of topless guff. Yes. It's, like, it's like, no, I really, uh, the yeah. articles are wonderful. Articles. The articles about the topless guff. I, I mean, straight up. Why are they topless? The worst thing about Playboy were the nudes. Playboy was a fantastic men's magazine. And, uh, I the only nudes... ever read it in the woods. Hey, magazines are done anyway. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, Curvani got a lot, got a lot of his early, early money that way. Tons of famous yeah. authors. Imagine did. living Steve in a King. society where you could sell a short story. Yeah. Dude, uh, what's his name? Um, Michael Swain mm-hmm. laments that all the time. He's like, yeah. I, he's like, the thing that I'm actually good at doing is writing interesting seven to ten page short stories. And that's yeah. a thing that... Used to be what most authors did, yeah. and no, you can't do like that anymore. Edgar Rice Burroughs, yeah, Edgar Allan Poe is shit. only famous because yeah. of that. Like, yeah, who might have invented the detective genre? Yeah, even Charles Dickens. You know, yeah, like, yep. yeah, he posed nude. Yeah, so he had the best centerfold. <laughs> that Charles Dickens. Tale of Two Titties. Hey, <laughs> Oliver Twist, <Best laughs> testicular torsion. You're thinking of the Penthouse Forum. Ah, I don't believe I these letters. I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one momentum. <laughs>
I didn't give one better for that. I didn't give for Tale of Two Titties. <laughs> that was better. That was a, that was a, that was way better. That was a 100% accurate quote that was 100% applicable to the situation. For our listeners who are younger than us, this is all very funny, and I'm sorry. Uh, it's about pornography. You had, you had to have been there. You had to have been a 12-year-old finding, finding nudie mags in the woods. Yeah, we're like... <laughs> Even twelve. Wow. How is that such a common thing? Where else <laughs> kids in, in your house? I know, but like just the yeah. woods. Like, look, that's a, that's a generational thing of like generations of children hiding pornography in the woods, <laughs> or homeless people. Now that's a cache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. That's, that's your local archive. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think Layliner caches should exist, and they're just small supply storages. Well, it's, but it's like geocaching, where yeah. like you have to. It's hidden. Yeah. Yeah. And the location should hopefully It's just not be hard tack and rope and some it extra. Just, man, it would just suck to be like, hey, there's a local cache, like a local cache, and you go to open yeah. and it's been raided. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Not only do we not get the stuff that was in there, but if that person is savvy, they're going to put some shit together yeah. and it's a problem. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying there'd be no artifacts there. It'd be just supplies no, no, yeah, along your way. Well, I think you, you can't carry them home. Yeah. You know, can, or it's dangerous to tra- to take them through town. Can McGargle be the great villain of the? <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, McGargle would definitely be because he just on takes... the Layliner shit list. Oh of yeah, like, he probably a puts super out, dangerous yeah. dude. He puts out ads and everything, but the byliner yeah. of like, hey, if you found an artifact, don't call the Layliners. Just bring it to me. <laughs> I'll make you another I'll pay one. Double. <laughs> yeah. He should definitely be an ex Layliner. Okay. He like he was he was a very high up archivist who just. Got in trouble for making stuff, and they're like, "Stop making things." I think he's. he's, I think he's too. I think he's way too entrepreneurial to like submit to the layliners. I think he's just like, "Wait, there's money to be made here." You know, like just like I want to make Star Wars. I I wouldn't think he would be in it for the money. He'd be in it for like. Sure. He just wants to fuck around. I I, I think. I think of McGargle like a. um, I don't want to say less crazy, but I think you know what I mean. Um, Howard Hughes. Oh yeah. No, I think of him specifically. Not rich though. Yeah. Just, I think specifically. Just rich I think of him as uh, Tom Waits from Mystery Men. Okay. All right. That's I think what great. I think of. Yeah. I, I think I, I think he needs to be clean because I think he probably speculates wildly about what the Leyliners are up to, and I think you can only do that if you weren't one. Where he's like, he's like, you know what they're probably doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a J. Jonah Jameson, except yeah. for a crazy inventor. Talking about Freemasons or some shit. Yeah, they yeah. keep taking his shit. He just like he finds artifacts oh, no. to recreate. Them. You find out that one of the reasons is like he is the person he is. Is he got rejected? Yeah, he uh, wanted to be a layliner, and they're like, you oh, know, crazy. And you know, there's people that be like, them layliners are waiting for the right opportunity because they have their finger on the button of every major yeah. weapon that's buried underground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as you do something against them, what are they going to do? They're going to get rid of you. That's how. I'm just. He's like, I'm coming out with a twice monthly magazine called the Bi Gargle. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna find out exactly what they're up. I'm gonna just respond like notes from the editor. There's a bunch of reader mail yeah. at the end of the byliner that is McGargo pretending to be different people. <laughs> <laughs> You're so smart. You have so many so many insights. Thank you, dear reader. <laughs> no, I meant like in the byliners, yeah. they're yeah. publishing. Oh, in the letter. byliner, yeah. just, yeah, yeah. just McGargo like, under pseudonyms asking yeah. really specific questions. Yeah, and then like sometimes it'll be like, well, it's an interesting question. It's one we've actually heard quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> the next one will be like, you know. You Thanks. didn't answer that last guy's question. Yeah. McGargle, normally I wouldn't publish this because it's clear it's you, but yeah. you're asking a question I think a lot of people have questions about, and we do need to make a statement. So <laughs> uh, okay, I like that. Um, what do we call Home Office? The catalog? The headquarters? The central the library. Blend. We just call it the timeline. I like that. I don't hate that. Yeah, you just be like, hey, uh, send a letter to the timeline. See if they'll grant your request. Uh, I feel like the timeline doesn't describe a building so much as the project that they're working on. But, but, I but think that's, that's okay. Thing is, that is... 
what that bi- that whole building that's what it is for. I mean, the building could be in an office above a Denny's. You know what, what I mean? Like, it, oh no, no, I imagine it as I, a Denny's with the Pentagon underneath it. What if level sixty is like a bio tapestry of the whole? The timeline has nothing valuable except knowledge. Oh yeah, yeah. Why not just the Library of Congress? Like, why is it? Why isn't it the library? Well, we don't have a Congress because also, like, I think that they don't really want to move books out of the archive unless there's something specific out of local well, archives. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, like, if this is the head office. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know where it would be, but wouldn't it just be, why Why wouldn't it be bigger than any of the other ones? Why would a side office be bigger than that? Than because the, it doesn't have to store objects. It, it's not a it's not a warehouse but if we're talking about Sure, but if we're putting shit on paper and, like, yeah. we're making a record, that's got to go somewhere. It's sure. Gotta, you know, it's not going to be a filing. I think cabinet. it would be massive. Yeah. I think that, well, because I think, I think it could be a... I don't think it has to be one building, is, is, what, I, is what I'm thinking. What if it's a boat? Boat's fun. But a boat can sink and then you're fucked. That's true. Mega fucked. Boat. <laughs> City on a lake can catch fire. That's true. There was a fire at Sea Parks. And the Wolf's Breakfast burned <laughs> fire down. Fire at Sea Parks. Uh, okay, so no, but I, I think I think it doesn't have to be one building because I think like whoever whoever's working at a particular office is probably working mm-hmm. on like a specific section. Well, it's like the monks copying their yeah. Versions of there the Bible. would be a place so, where it would yeah. be one centralized location. Yeah. Well, I think there's probably several. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think I think you would send it to this guy and he goes, "Oh, this goes to Bill over on over, over in this area. This one goes to to Tina. She's, she's but wouldn't there, with it. But, but wouldn't it be just they would have an have, office building? No, yeah. and I'm not sure. But it'd be sure. risky. But well, but no, it'd be well, less risky to risky. than running than several offices that you have to independently guard. Yeah, that's because if you have one centralized location. That's not the only place where that information is. That's yeah. just where it comes first. It gets processed, cataloged, copied, and then the copies can get sent out to wherever they need to go. Oh, yeah, I think you know the what? copies go to home office. Whatever, sure. Yeah. Copies yeah. go to home office. Yeah, yeah. Copies, cop- you have people who are doing copies locally. Copies go to the timeline and timeline maintainers. Like there could be uh, smaller timelines. Like there's a main timeline. There's Guff timeline. O- other timelines that are just used as backups. In case something happens to the main timeline. Yeah. And they're like a they're, month or two behind or something. I would, I would almost expect that there'd be subcategories and sub-branches in the timeline too, which are potential timelines where like, all right, here's the stuff we craft together, yeah. but it's not focused yeah. or like cohesive other, enough for yeah. us to put it in. Or, or these are conflicting, so these timelines are under contention. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you could, for, for safety's sake, if you have the timeline separated by era, each mm-hmm. era the copy of that error goes to this office. This one goes to this office. It's all separate. But those are the emergency backups mm-hmm. for the main timeline. So if you were like, oh, I can't, whatever. I, I really want the, the information very specifically about this thing. But the but the timeline building is way the fuck across the country. Oh, good news. The area that you're looking for is only 100 miles that way. Yeah. So Well, I, th- I think, too, like the timeline itself might be like a summary it's like it's summary with footnotes that tell you how to reference find, points. Yeah, yeah. How, tell you how to find like the actual books and stuff. In fact, then I do not want to call it the timeline. I want to call it the index. The index is good. You send it to the index. They'll, they'll add it to the timeline. Contact the index. Yeah, indexers. I like the index. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like index. I think the the benefit of timeline over index, the only one I can think of, is that indexes are they are not specific to chronology normally yeah like it normally it's alphabetism the building is called the index the project is the timeline yeah the, the, so the index is building the timeline okay and they'd be indexers working there but okay now administration i think yeah. we have to call metamates now yeah what was the article title it was like zuckerberg coldly explains to people it's on conference call that they are now to call each other metamates, metamates. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he, he said, we're not trying to kill ourselves by being, we're not trying to nice ourselves don't, to death yeah, or don't, something. Don't nice yourselves to death. Like, what does that mean? I think he meant knife. Oh. Well, no, yeah, I, I don't, agree. I don't think you did. Don't knife yourself to death. Don't knife yourself. Don't. We put, we put a lot of money into training you. Please don't knife Stop yourself to death. committing suicide like Elliot Smith. It's terrible. <laughs> For the index, I'm just thinking of another thing that only 90s and 80s kids would understand. The adventure is just a big troll in the same way that you get a book from the library and it's like, turn to page 12, you go to page 12. Someone writes in, turn to page 47, you turn to page 47. It's like, turn to page 31, you turn to page 31. You do that five times and then finally you get to the back and it's just like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, How to you keep do, an idiot bounce, busy. Yeah, you bounce, oh, there's you bounce, so many of those. Like all over, all over creation, just like going to different archives and it's like, oh, I want to find the information here. And, you, and the, the, mm. if you go to the index, it says like, you know, see the whatever building in this yeah. town for that special, oh my God, bounce, 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 bounce. If you were going to knife yourself, would a ball pit be the saddest place to do it for them to have to pull your body out of? Oh, that's a sad one. A ball pit? Petting yeah. zoo? Petting VI, zoo VIP area of a strip club? Oh, yeah, that's real Pretty sad. sad. Well, now, wait, it's sad, sad for who? Is it sad for an onlooker to see or yeah, sad, that, sad, yeah. for, sad for the person going to retrieve the body? Yeah. yeah. Petting zoo's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The kid's still there. <laughs> the giant tortoise. You mean the, the baby goats? <laughs> <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> So you would report to your expedition agent. They just have a manager, area manager, right? Yeah. Because it's 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 about it's geographic. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the, all these things are geographic. You the only reason you'd ask for a layliner to leave a local area is if their skill set was so specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you you'd, you'd have to raise the price yeah. to the client. You're a layliner. Yeah. You have a expedition agent. You well, the whole thing is one. You're a layliner. There are several layers, and there's a list of skills that you have that are available. But also, like they have a rough estimate of your abilities, mm-hmm. so you would have a, a denotation level in there. Sure, but then oh yeah, you'd have classes and like yeah. yeah, and then up the ladder there would be. So you got your area manager. Yeah, the expedition agent's role is to put together good teams. Yes, their worth to the layliners is financial it's a financial role yes. so they report to an area manager who tries to get them better contracts and tells them what to charge yes okay mm-hmm. also i think they should have a, a secondary effect which is they should also be aware of what contracts are going on all over the place yes and see them in a way to make sure that they do not conflict yeah because that'll cause violence yeah okay and so area they get your area manager i think report directly to the home office, but not to the index. Superintendent. Yeah. They have no. They don't give a shit about the index. Yeah. I mean, they individually do, I'm sure, but yeah. but but not for their uh, role. Structurally, they don't. Yeah. Right. They report to the people responsible for funding the layliners. Yeah. <laughs> Accounts. Yeah. Super Nintendo Chalmers. Um, would they have accountants? Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Are yeah. they layliners though? Yes. Uh, I don't think you have to be a certified as a layliner to do administrative stuff. In the layliners, like I, if you just do accounts payable, you don't have to be certified. No, in, and you don't have to be Indiana Jones to be the CPA. I was right. gonna say, like, is accounts payable at the FBI? Are they FBI agents? No, no. Okay, no. You can work for the CIA and the FBI as a non-agent. Mm-hmm. Be so expensive to run that organization if they were all yeah <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> all like, went through oh, the training yeah, and everything. Yeah. Six years of training, and then also you need to now learn how to be an accountant. You're like, God yeah. damn, okay. Yeah. It's like I went through all the years of training. Mm-hmm. I passed the physical fitness test, learned how to fire every major firearm known in the United States and other countries, and now I'm behind a desk doing number crunch. You're like forensic accountant, like I'm going to go after a drug cartel. No, no, payroll. (laughs) We need to get in there. You work in HR. Yeah. (laughs) You got to start saying case of the Mondays. Because I think you would also send requests up this administration ladder to get 
training for specific things too. I also, but I also think the the way that you're inducted, it's not like getting a job. Becoming an accountant for the Leyliners, you need a sponsor to get into the Leyliners at any point as an archivist, as an indexer, mm-hmm. as a as an editor, as a an agent. Someone in your realm needs to. And it, and it can be to, to, to yeah. put their credibility on the line to get you into it. And you would want to do it because it's a cushy enough job that's safe. You yeah. Know? Like, and it's it's like it's and it's, it's interesting. You're gonna hear a lot of oh, a lot yeah. of really cool shit. And I imagine there would be a certain amount of prestige for that. Individual layliners, not members of the bureau, expedition agents, area managers, everybody up the line, the accountants, the the bureaucracy uh, side. Yeah, hence they're bureau, the bureau. Yeah. So just uh, you're like, oh, send it up to the bureau. Oh, you're, you're like, hey, um. Bill could really use some lock picking training. You know? Yeah, uh, you're like, all right, I'll put in a request with the bureau. We'll see. We'll see if there's anybody locally we can commission to do that. There's probably some locksmiths, and then or, or someone in the leyliners who, who's off right yeah, now, yeah. not not engaged, and we can give them a little kickback, or or we could send you up to the bureau. Yeah. Okay. We've got the index, the bureau. This is all under the blanket of the leyliners. Yeah. Lock picking, Larry. Listen, you get a new book. One of the local archivists is going to copy it, and they're going to send it into the index. Yeah. If there's a problem, contact the bureau. Yeah. Right? Is I that follow the bureau that? produces the employee handbook with updates yeah. every quarter. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think the index... This, this is starting to feel a little controlly, and I'm into it. The index makes the... Wait, wait, a little controlly. It's the, the fucking game, layliners. The like. game control. <laughs> yeah. And the bureau is not a big fan. Like, individual members of the bureau might not be a big fan of the byliner. Mm-hmm. No. Because the index the, makes the byliner, and they, they oh, weave I, the I, rich tales. Rather than the index being, like in charge of the byliner i think the byliner is a pet project of like one one layliner guy, one guy who one yeah one person and let him do it you know and who keeps roping in other people into it and like doing interviews with like sending letters to interview people and they're like oh, i mean he's really high up in the like in the index and he's at home office and we should do and it love and, the and people it would like have it. To be, it would have to be an, in, an indexer yeah. because they would understand the permissions yes mm-hmm. Of what is and is not allowed, and if it's a if it's a revenue stream for them, yeah, bring it in. That's money. true. That's a subscription model. People would want T-shirts and merch. <laughs> it's also a great way to recruit. I think that's the organizational structure. Um, but okay, let's talk about recruitment. Yeah, I think you can apply to become a layliner. They sure. need to. They need to find a time. They're going to assign you what they think is an appropriate sponsor. Yeah, they're going to watch your progress, and then they're going to lay some ground rules of that. General ground rules for you for for how you present yourself at all times, mm-hmm. uh, and the, how you present yourself when you're explicitly conducting layliner business. Yeah. So you could do something outside of layliner business that can get you removed from the layliners. Yes. But you are absolutely outside of layliner business, allowed more freedom than when you are on layliner. Yes. Well, especially absolutely. like compared to something like uh, the order of the word. Yeah. Like yeah. this is very different feeling from between uh factions i guess you would say yeah i think you get in a bar fight and you you get put in the slammer layliners whatever yeah no one were, were you on a contract for us no yeah. i don't give a yeah, shit whatever yeah but i think oh, i think you, you, if, you're, you just, you're, if you're order of the word you get into a bar fight at all and, yeah. it, and it's not about being on a contract like retrieving yeah. some stolen thing you're fucked like yeah yeah <laughs> but oh you took a commission and now you're an officer in an army you're yeah. out yeah. We're done. We, you, we, we now have um, to fully cut ties I think, until I th- you come back. I think they probably have to, like, navigate that, right? So cause, Because I think there's specific uh, countries where you don't get an, a choice. Yeah. You know, it's so like, okay, you can be a layliner, but we need to negotiate that, yes, you have to serve with your country if, there's, if stuff breaks out. But when you do that, 
you are limited in what you can talk about. Knock you back down to level two or something, or or yeah, that would that would work too. I, yeah, I would just say your membership in the Leyliners is suspended. You are a non-member while you are in that. Not not, not, that, not persona non grata. No, but just, no, no. Yeah. And also, you're, you're when you're whole, done, yeah. you can be like, oh, I'm done now. Yeah. Yeah. Leave of absence. Well, but I think, like, let's imagine you're in, let's say, a uh, where everybody is on the up and up. Mm-hmm. This is never true, but let's, yeah. for yeah. the mind experiment. I'm going to be uh, recruited into my into my local military and I've got a serve or somebody's going to invade and and I have a lot of a lot of combat experience so I could I would be an excellent officer for this conflict or I maintain the rank of an officer and I'm also a layliner because I don't have a choice my my mm-hmm. country uh, is set up with military structure right yeah the layliners negotiate to what capacity I can I can become layliners with with my command structure fair like, enough yeah yeah, yeah and, and also it's valuable to that command structure to have somebody who's a layliner because of the vast wealth of experience. And it actually works the other way too. Yep. It's yeah. valuable to the layliners to yes. have someone who's like, we need military support in doing this. And like, why? And he's like, giant bug monster? But I think Giant the, bug monster. And yeah. they're like, giant I've, bug monster. And they're I, like, I've, okay, I've fine. Bigger than monsters. the usual giant bug monster. Way, way bigger, bigger than the giant usual. So oh, like, glowing. A legion would be nice to give us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Why did you, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the layliners can sometimes militaries who are like, they need something specific like, oh, there's a bunch of um, robots attacking us. Uh, our military isn't good enough. Can we hire some legionnaires yeah. from the layliners? And they will put together teams of, of people with military experience who also have relevant experience in the layliners. I think the way that they would treat it or try to treat it is that there are overlapping levels of clearance. Mm-hmm. And the member of the military who is also a layliner cannot share with the layliners things from the military that they, yes. they have clearance for and can't share with the military things they have clearance for with the layliners. And they have to navigate that. And that's a big deal. So you think, is, the, is there a position among the layliners that's good for an ex-soldier who's got a clean enough record where he wouldn't have to become a mercenary for hire? Yeah, no, I think this like, is like a. I think this is like a more interesting mercenary job, but probably more dangerous because you're never hired to just guard a building. And also a higher criteria. I, like I think they would. They would maybe get hired to do that too. I think the individuals may, but if you go to the layliners, yeah, you're like, not going to layline. But yeah, you can I mean, be a layliner, and you're like, oh, I'm a layliner. You need to have this. I do. These are the rates yeah. that I have that I yeah. know that I'm able Your to demand. Your specialty is well, that you were a soldier, and, right? You know, you, you you're good at fighting. So when you have the one late liner whose specialty is deciphering codes and shit, you pair them with that person. They go off do the mission. Sure, I, I just don't think the guard post thing. I think doesn't gel with the. It uh, does. You don't. Sorry. What, contact what an this? agent. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You if you need a guard, you don't go to the late liner. No. 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 <laughs> that's no. that's what no. you do. Yeah. Okay. But you could go to a late liner. Yeah, yeah, like an off-duty cop, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or they're a guard normally, and they're a layliner. Like, that's... Okay, I think that's where we're going to end it today. I, I like that structure. I think that's loose... It's the loosest of all the structures, but it should be. The layliners are, are an ad hoc organization that's building the history of all of Erd. So thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, if you have comments or suggestions, our Patreon is patreon.com slash RPGFS. Our $2 nut patrons can find us on the Omniverse Discord. On Twitter, we are at homebrewombres, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash RPGFS. And until next time, everybody, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 